Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time zone we may be in. Welcome to another podcast from Blessing 363. We start off with prayer. Almighty Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for the keeping care that you give to us as your children. We thank you for watching over us, watching over our children, our families, our loved ones, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, Father God, our communities. We pray, Father God, that every need will be supplied. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the word is, you have to know what battles to sit out and the ones to fight. Yes, because I was just, you know, God God deals with me in practical ways. He deals with me with, you know, with little simple things. But he shows me the bigger picture in those simple things. And he showed me today. I went out I went out um with my son to do some shopping. I went into a few shops and I don't I don't know what what it was that I picked up that was that heavy. But when we came out of one of the shops my back was really hurting and I, I went back in the car and I said to my son even though I wanted something in that next shop, I said to him, he could go in and buy what I wanted. Because I thought it was going to be too painful for me to walk around the shop. So we went in, bought what, what I wanted. And then... We were on our way home, but I wanted to go. There was something else I wanted to go into the other shop for. And I was going to do the, I was going to do the same thing and say to him, you go in the shop and buy what I want. But I didn't because I got the option to say this shop was a shop that I I I know that when he said, um, what what do you, when he when he would say what do you want? I started saying, oh, I first I was saying that I only wanted, um, washing up liquid, but then I knew that once I went in the shop, there was going to be other things that I could would see to buy, so I said, even though, even though. I still had a pain in my back because the pain had really stopped. But I, I, I told myself that I'm going in and I'm going to buy my things and then I'm going to come out again. And that's what I did. Went in, <laughs> bought more than just a washing up liquid. Saw something else that I wanted. Then paid for them and then we were on our way. And that was that was a good time ago. But while I was sitting down, the Lord just showed me this, that there's some battles that we have to fight. 
There's some battles that we have to fight. Put on the armor of God and fight. There's some of them that we have to fight. And there's others that we can sit out and somebody else will fight it for us. Because if we not we if we we um wish um uh I don't I don't know what part in the Bible it was though. But when but when um when God when when God was saying that it's not your battle, it's the Lord's. If you only be still, the Lord will fight for you. And that's where we are now. There's some battles that that we have to verbally and physically address. Because we've got to be in it. And there's some battles that we can that we can sit out. Sit out. Because God doesn't need us to be in it. Because it's not that important. We have to learn to save ourselves for the big battles that we have. To save ourselves for the big battles. Because we're not going to do it on our own. It's still going to be, we're still going to be empowered by God. But our, our mind and our heart will be in it. And if we're, if we're going to, if we're going to be wanting to fight every battle, everything that's in it, everything, everything that's going on, we have to say something. We have to be in it because I've, I, you know, the father's been speaking to me and yesterday, but it was because I'm, I'm someone that if, 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 if this, if there's a conversation that starts, if I think that somebody should be, should, somebody's wrong in doing that or somebody should get that opportunity or whatever, I've, I'm always voicing my opinion. And even, yeah, like an example, if I'm waiting, if two of us are waiting for someone to come and, and pick us up and the person's late and when the person arrives, I'm the one that... I'm the one that would say, what what took you so long? Why were you late? You said you were supposed to be coming this time. I'm the one that would say that. And the other person, they they may they may have been moaning as well to say, ah, that's what I don't like about this person with the way that they this. They might have been saying all that as well. But when the person arrives, they don't say nothing. They don't, they don't say nothing at all. And I'm usually the one that would say, be saying something. But like the Lord showed me yesterday, you don't have to be saying something. If, if you're both there, you both experience the same thing. You don't have to be the one that's going to, that, that's going to be talking about it. If the other person is going to talk about it when they went through the same delay as you did. You don't always have to be putting yourself up front in battles. Because people no, somebody won't say something because they know that you'll say something. And you, you're always you always like on the front line and that people are saying, you know, sometimes people are saying that you've always got this to say. You've always got that to say. And sometimes what you're, what you're saying is just defending other people it's not usually only for yourself 
you're, you're defending other people because you're saying, how come you treat her this? How can you? Yes, so you're defending other people. But it makes it seem as if to say, you've always got something to say. You're always in in something. And like the, <laughs> like the Holy Spirit was saying to me yesterday, you don't have to. Like if, if, um, if someone's supposed to be picking somebody up and they're late or anything like that and they're running, I'm, I'm, I would be the one that would be phoning them to say or, or talking to them. I pray, you should be going to pick this person up. How comes you this time? And the other person's chilled, probably chilled out on the other end. But I'm, I'm always the one that's, you know, in it and saying this and saying that. And the Lord said to me, no. You don't have to be always putting yourself on the front line. You don't always have to be stressing yourself out. You don't always have to be the one that's talking. If it's a problem, it's not. If it's if it's a if it's supposed to be a problem for somebody else as well, you're not supposed to be always taking on the case. Someone else can talk as well. Because a lot of the times, people protect themselves from being seen as. Somebody that's always saying this and always saying that. But they're, com but they're complaining to you. They're complaining to you about what this person's doing and this one supposedly never did this or this one supposedly did that. And then we, when, you try to, when, you, when you go and try to ad address their case, it seems as if to say, you're always saying, you've always got something to say. And they keep quiet, but they know that if they tell you that you're gonna t you're gonna be talking to the other person to tell them you shouldn't be doing this or you shouldn't be doing that, and they know they don't tell you to do it, but they know that because of your because of the person that you are, you're always wanting to be stand standing up for for people's rights that they should, be. and they're being quiet and. It's not even good for you to always be in the middle because you, it, it, it sets your blood pressure up. You have issues to think about that. They, they've got nothing to do with you sometimes. They've got nothing to do with you at all. And you get yourself involved in it. And this is the season. This is the season of being quiet. And addressing the things that needs to be addressed. The battles that you need to. There's battles. If, if, battles concerning your health. Your, your finances and certain things. That you've got to stand up for. You've got to. But the other things. You can leave people. Leave people to speak on their own behalf. Because. If you don't, you'll be carrying everyone's issues, everybody's weight, as well as carrying your own. So, in, I'm in the season and the time that because the God, <laughs> that God is helping me to address. Some of the things that I need to be addressed in my life. Because yesterday when he told me that. You don't always have to be the one in the middle. And um, a situation happened after that. And because he told me that before. I was able to 
not get involved. To not get involved. Because what I've realized as well, you have to know how to deal with your own issues. And there's times when we're all going through something for ourselves. And then we load ourselves up with other people's issue. Which are not our issues. They're other people's issues. And we need to save ourselves from those issues. Because God wants us to live a peaceful life. A life without stress, without worry. And I've, I've got to realize that this kingdom life that, he, that Jesus came to give us, favor, reassurance, eternal life, peace. And I realize that when he says we're, we're to bring forth fruits, the fruits that he wants to bring us to bring out is the fruits of the Spirit, which means that we're long-suffering. We don't have to be in a fuss with people every minute. We're patient. Even when people keep doing the same thing all the time, we're patient. And those are the fruits that he's trying. That, because you know when Jesus said that he prunes us. He's, a, he's, he's the husband man and he prunes us. And he prunes. When you prune. When you've got a plant. And you prune it. It means that you're cutting off the things that need to cut up, come up, cut off it. That the, that the plant grows in a better way. Because if you. When people have um, trees, like they have plum trees in their garden, and sometimes people cut them, sometimes people cut them back a lot, and then you think to yourself, "Gosh, does it need that much?" But then, when the plums come back on, more of them come back on because because some of the limbs and certain things were drawing from the plant. And not really producing. But when you cut them up. The fresh ones coming on. And they're producing. And that what that's what God's trying to do. In my life. That's what he's trying to do in your life too. Because sometimes. If the old branches are there. That you're going to. Always have to be the one that says this. You always got to be the one that does this. It, it, it's not going to be fruitful. Because you get frustrated. Sometimes you, you start arguing, you're shouting and when it's not really necessary because you've just had enough. But God is trying to prune us that we bring forth fruit and that we have a peaceful life. Other people have a peaceful life too. And it is well. 
in Jesus' name. Our God is a faithful God. He'll never give us more than we can bear. But, and he just wants us to live our best life. Walk in victory. And be all that he has called us to be. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father God, we thank you for life. We thank you that you're pruning us. And it's said that the pruning can be can be painful. But in the end, it works wonders. Because the Bible tells us that who he loves, he has to correct. Because we will think that what we're doing is good even when it's 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 traumatizing us and it's hurting other people's feelings as well and even though we think we're right because they're doing this and they're doing that we're still hurting people's feelings and it's not right so father god we thank you for pruning us we thank you for getting rid of all the things that are not productive in our life. We thank you for helping us to grow in the right way, in the way that we should. Continue to watch over us, Lord. Continue to guide and give us the patience to wait on you. Because everything that we need, everything that's, that is available to us in the kingdom, you will provide it for us. Father God, we thank you for your strength. We thank you for your love. We ask that you continue to be with us. You continue to watch over us. You continue to guide. You continue to protect. You continue to help us to walk in the newness of life. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of every good thing in our life. So Father God, as we grow from strength to strength, help us to see what you see in us. Help us to be who you created us to be. Because sometimes we don't really know who we are. Father God. But you said, be still and I will fight your battles. Father God, may your grace and mercy be with us. Father God, as we're going into this new time of our life, where we're learning and we're learning, allowing you to cut off, cut off here, cut off there, a little attitude there, a little this there, a little know-it-all there, a little this there, a little, a little thinking that uh, we always have to be the one that takes over and even though sometimes it's not our business, Father God, yes, you're cutting off a little here and a little there and making us be pure gold. Father God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your keeping care. We thank you for loving us and loving our families. We thank you for giving us a new start. We thank you that 2024 has just started, but it's, a, it's as if to say we've been here a long time. Because so much things is happening in it. You're doing so much things in it. In our life, around us, in the, in the world, in the community, everything. But Father God, we hold on to you. And we know that we can be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Continue to watch over us, Lord. Families, everything that concerns us. Work, everything that concerns us. Retirement, everything that concerns us. Business, ministries everything that concerns us finances everything that concerns us our health everything that concerns us that you watch over us lord 
guide us and protect us all. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And Father God, you have said in your word that Jesus died and came that we should have life. And if we confess with our, in our, with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for us, that, that you would give us, Father God, a new life. And if we repent of all the things that we have done in the past, you will give us a new life and we'll go from strength to strength. So, Father God, as you watch over each and every one of us, as you guide, as you protect, help us all, Father God, to be all that you call us to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And Father God, you say if someone comes to you, you will not turn them back. You'll help them to find a Bible-believing church where they go and read the gospel, learn about the, the, the Bible, get baptized, List, get drawn nearer to you and know that they're the church in the, in, in the building and out of the building because God didn't just make a community for church. He made a call that people all over the world to stand up for the things that are right and not the things that are wrong. And he made a covenant with us as his people. And he said that he'll keep us, he'll watch over us, he'll provide for us. But all we have to do is walk by his ways and the things that he has instructed us to do in the Bible. That we will become ambassadors of Christ. And when people see us, they'll see him. And it will be in a good way. So, Father God, we thank you for all that you're doing and all that you continue to do in our life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Blessed and 363, where Jesus Christ is Lord. God bless you all.